Rich Eisen. Well, welcome to this third hour of the Rich Eisen Show. If you missed last hour, you missed Keith Hernandez in studio all hour. The entire 60 minutes was with Keith just hitting memory lane buttons and talking baseball. That was awesome. That was With uh, one of the champion New York, last champion New York Metropolitan. Greatest baseball team of all time. I've said that a hundred times on this show. There was a 125 and 50 Yankee team, but other than that. 2018 Red Sox. They were good. They were good, too. They were all right. But, I mean, Keith telling the story of his perspective of uh, game six. I did not know that. I don't think Perlman had that in the book. He was the second out of that. Uh, of that inning mm-hmm. and went to the dugout to down and celebrate him him, him hitting hit, uh, hitting a fly out was the uh was the uh, putting them to their last out and he said he didn't want to see the red sox celebrate on their field so he went into the dug uh clubhouse and watched it from there and certainly didn't move as any baseball player will be superstitious mm-hmm. he wasn't moving after they started getting some hits so just great if you missed it don't worry this show re-airs right here on the Roku channel as soon as we're done, channel 210. There's also our video-on-demand service, part of our Roku relationship, the Rich Eisen Show collection. You can catch the videos of it there. And also, there's our podcast, where all podcasts can be acquired through the Cumulus Podcast Network. There's also our YouTube page, where we'll chop up that video and, um, and send it uh, your way at some point over the next 24 hours. So check it all out. Hit us with a subscribe uh, button right there on uh, both our podcast and our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. So um, the actor Tom Pelfrey, who I, whose work I truly enjoyed um, in Ozark, uh, he's now in a, another terrific television show on HBO Max, Love and Death with Elizabeth Olsen and Jesse Plemons, Kristen Ritter. He's going to be joining us in about uh, 18 minutes time. So uh, one in-studio guest out, another one in. This latest one hasn't won a World Series. That's all. <laughs> you know, but he was nominated for uh, an Emmy. There you go. Sort of like us. Hey. So uh, we're thrilled, Let's basically. Uh, Mike Flory was on in hour number one. Uh, he told us the latest. He thinks Jalen Carter is going to go top five in the draft, which means uh, mission accomplished for Drew Rosenhaus, right? Everybody's saying he's dropping out of the top ten. He's like, guess what? We're only visiting top ten teams, and he thinks it's going to be top five. It isn't. He thinks Seattle at five. You mentioned the betting markets uh, being a terrific guide for it, and that's when you sat up in your chair, Chris. You gave me a look. Well, look, Rich, I've been trying to tell you this for a long time. But it's not that I don't disagree with you. I just have to act like I don't know what you're talking about. But you don't have to anymore. That's a choice that you're making. That's not true. But I understand. That's not true. You're not the one sitting through the three-hour HR videos that I have to sit through. Oh, I forgot about oh, Pardon that. me. Hold on a minute. Let me rephrase that. Oh. You're not the one uh, willingly conducting the uh, important um, viewing of human resources information placed in front of NFL employees. I'm blinded by the three uh, gambling sponsors of Game Day Morning. Okay. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. So um, uh, lots of news. Uh, Popping in the National Football League? Yeah. I mean, we, over there? We, well, we had a great chat with Keith, so obviously we didn't want to interrupt any of that, but we got a big trade brewing here in the National Football League. What do you League. got over there, Chris? Well. Do you want a breaking news drop? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if Mike can I mean, handle such a thing. it's 40 minutes old, but it's okay. Okay. No, no, it's all right. It's still breaking news as far as we're concerned right here. Don't worry about it. You could hit, just hit the toilet drop, it's too, fine. if you'd like. Toilet. Oh, it's okay. What, what do you got over we're there, waiting. Chris? What do you got? Breaking oh, news. Hey. The Steelers, Rich, are acquiring Allen Robinson from the Los Angeles Rams. Ah. Okay. 
All right. Doesn't bowl you over? Um, Allen Robinson hasn't bowled me over for quite some time. And, um, you know, Chicago and Los Angeles didn't go very well for him. It's been a, long, it's been a hot minute for yeah. him. I, I mean, he did have, I believe, what, one significant year for the Bears? So. Yeah, he had a really good year. He's 29 years old now. Let's see. So. Hey, man, Allen Robinson and George Pickens are two Deont- very physical receivers. I know Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Friar move. But Robinson and Pickens, you're going to have to – you're going to have to bring your big boy pants to try. And those are physical receivers you're going to have to deal with right there. So, Kenny Pickett's got another receiver. What, what did they trade? What did they have to give up for that? Actual draft capital? Eh, actual draft capital, I assume. Okay. Quick, 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 Just been acquired. Quick scan. Sixth round pick. Seventh round pick. The Rams will take whatever, they, whatever draft choices are, are coughed up. Um, what else is happening over there, Chris? Uh, DeMar Hamlin spoke. Ah, uh, fantastic. He said, we don't have the sound. I'll just try to say some quotes for you guys. Not the end of my story. I plan on making a comeback. Says he does plan on playing. Uh, says he suffered Komodo cordis on January 2nd, a rare cause of cardiac arrest that starts with a blow to the chest in the precise spot at just the wrong time in a heartbeat. Uh, says, quote, I, da- I died on national TV in he front did. of the whole world. That's true. And he plans to save a generation. I think about that all the time, and I, I'm hoping everybody who uh, has children playing in youth sports make sure that there is life-saving equipment at your little league, your high school, wherever. Everywhere. There is, because you never know. Thank goodness there was that there for, for DeMar Hamlin. Um, this, is a, this is a good one. Uh, Scott Fitterer of the um, Carolina Panthers spoke. Now, this is when you hold the first overall pick in the draft and the whole free world is is thinking that you're going to choose one guy over the other. It went from as soon as they traded for the pick, it's got to be for C.J. Stroud. He's the type of guy that fits height, weight, the uh, Frank Reich mold, right? Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they dapped him up real good. I just said those words. <laughs> At his pro day. Right when they went around, when uh, Tepper Palooza, Air Tepper was flying all over the country, from Columbus to Tuscaloosa to Lexington to Gainesville, all over the place, kicking tires, kicking tires, dapping up. <laughs> Everybody thought it's got to be C.J. Stroud. Now here we are, um, two weeks before the draft last week. Now nine days before the draft, and it's Bryce Young. Everybody thinking that. Mm-hmm. There's no chance on this green earth he's going to let anyone know between nine, at nine days out who they're going to choose. And they're kind of crazy because it's not like somebody else is going to steal him. <laughs> he's first up. Can't get the zero. You pick. know what I mean? Like basically, <laughs> and there's no like back in the day negotiations. Like you're slotted. You get your deal. You can't hold out. Can't sit there. So. It's just basically he doesn't want to say because they may not know and they don't want to box themselves in. And again, Scott Fitter, this is a very important soundbite. You can't give anything away as a host of the NFL draft who wants uh, the drama. <laughs> Let's hear if this general manager did his part in helping build said drama by saying things without saying things. This is very skilled. <laughs> Obviously, through the, this whole, since February, the combine, everything else, there's been some clarity. 
but we've made a conscious effort to be open mind about this, be continuous throughout the process. Uh, we have our the last kind of group in today. We have the coaches, you know, Wednesday and Thursday of this week, and at that point, we'll get together and kind of make that decision. But there, we've got some clarity through this process. With that said, Scott, we saw yesterday that Bryce canceled his last visit. Yeah. Has there been communication to him that he's the pick? No, there has not. And, you know, that, that was a decision he made on his own, and uh, I just refer you to, you know, his reps and to Bryce as to why. Okay, I'm writing all this stuff down. Yeah, I can't, you can't speak to him canceling his visits. So, what's the name of the house band I mentioned to uh, Dan Campbell? Specific generalities, right? That's, uh, it's, you got to speak in specific generalities when it comes to the draft. I believe that's what I mentioned the other day. Um, now we have the title of the album. Oh. Yes. Specific Generalities album. First album. Called Clarity Through the Process. Or is that the title? Is that the title track? Clarity Through the Process. <laughs> First release. They have Clarity Through the Process. Chris, whatever process you're doing right now, do you have clarity for it? Yes. Okay. Clarity. Guy, listen, uh, I've been around this uh, league a lot, 20 years now, coming up this fall. If you have a process and you don't have clarity, you're screwed. I think they're taking Bryce Young now. What the hell's going on? I love it. Wednesday or Thursday, they're going to cultivate this caper and they're going to choose. Rich. It's coming. And, And by the way, whoever's in that room, Omerta, nothing. Silence. Zero, which means they're going to have a choice for a week. How are they going to keep this quiet? No, not a chance, right? <laughs> no, no. Can't not a chance. It's not a chance. The other thing important to remember, we're, we are smack dab in the thick of lying season. Ah. Everything everyone says is a lie. Hey, well, hold on. You can't believe no, anything. Not, not what you're saying. What I'm saying right now is the truth. Understood. Is that everything is a lie. Okay. Makes so sense? So it's a lie. <laughs> If you believe it, though. It's not a lie. Oh. If you believe right. it. Right. So it's not yeah. a lie if you believe it. It sounds like Scott Fitterer totally believes he's had clarity through the process. But even if you believe it, it could be a lie. Nothing anyone says is reality. It's all smoke and mirrors until the commissioner says yes. the name. Crew. When the name comes Crew. out, that's what it is. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? You pick up what I'm putting down. I you am. smell what I'm cooking. I do. Absolutely. So first pick in the NFL draft, yeah. the Carolina Panthers select. Cool. Yep, that's, cool. that's it. And then you're like, ah, and then we'll know. There used to be a Sports Center anchor who couldn't pronounce some of the polysyllabic hockey, hockey player names, <laughs> so he would just, uh, he would just like, yeah, that's what it would be like. And um, I'm not going to say. say. I'm not saying. Who was I'm not going to say. But I'm just saying that wouldn't that be funny if that's what. But they phonetically spell it out for the commissioner. So that won't even be an excuse. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Could you. Is it. You know. Could it be possible C.J. Stroud isn't the second overall pick in the draft because the Texans Texans don't want to deal with his agent. That would be insane. (sighs) That would be positively insane. The fact that he could go to fourth. Think about if you're the Colts. There's all this moving and shaking going on, you could literally just sit at four and get the guy you wanted the whole time. 
And the reason why you got him, and if C.J. Stroud beats up on the Texans his entire career, just like Peyton Manning did, as you know, the Texans couldn't beat the Colts forever in a day. And could you imagine if the Colts use C.J. Stroud to beat up on the Texans and the Texans don't win those games because of C.J. Stroud, and the reason why they didn't take him is because of who C.J. Stroud's agent is? Now, I'm sure there's a lot of bad blood between the teams and Deshaun Watson and, and everything going on. And I'm sure there were some very difficult conversations that got heated. But come on. Really? So, well done, Scott Fitter. Clarity through the process. Keep the guessing game coming going. soon to Tower Records. You know, we're speaking of getting ready for the draft. How are you preparing? Because you got a long. <laughs> I mean, you got. That's you know, you have a started. lot of on. I need camera time it's hours. It's long season. It's long season. It's also prep season. It's prep season. I need yeah. some more prep tweets How out long of you. Does prep season yeah. go. Well, well I think and, it goes and, right up until it, game yeah, time. Right yep. up until the light. It goes, goes right on. until the Raj opens the envelope. That's what I'm saying. Yep. If the envelope is to be open, you're looking at my prep. I just heard Scott Fitter. When I, I, when I say, you know what I'm going to say? Hmm. Here we go. When the Panthers select their choice, blah, 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 blah. I will say, blah, blah, blah. well, they had clarity Whoa. through the process. Scott Federer said they had clarity through the process, and the process is all about Bryce Young. It's all about C.J. Stroud. And I'll be able to say that because I prepped for it right here. <laughs> this is my prep. This is my prep. Begging Del Tufo to pay attention. I need more Begging newspapers out of you. Drop, I, I, trying to get you engaged while you're you're tapping something out on your phone. The hell Whatever going on? Yeah, exactly. The hell going on? Trying to get me to stop need, saying dumb stuff. Yeah, I need newspapers. To, yes. I need tweets. No, I need tablets. Need I, I need no, 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 everything no, no. out of you. No, no, no. And I know what you're attempting to do here, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I don't appreciate it because it puts me in a position I don't care to be in. Take care of y'all chicken. And your mentals. I've got and my your mentals. mentals. <laughs> your mentals got to be on point, Rich. You have a long night. I've got clarity through the mentals. <laughs> Or mental through, through the, the process. Clarity through the mental. Thank you, Scott Federer. Clarity through the I mean, this is amazing. That was a hoobah thing. Right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to press conference today. I don't want to talk, but I got to talk. So here's what I'll do. <laughs> we have clarity through the process. Go out and say that, Scott. Well done, Scott. <laughs> I see him. Next time I see him, I'll say thank you for that. Nine days before the draft, and you helped me prep. Prep. Get out of here. This is what I do. I already saw the whole draft in front of me at the combine. I just didn't have them ordered in the order that we're going to have in nine days. And when you get the 10 book? 10 days and 11 days. The book? The book's the best. The book's coming. Oh, the book's the I don't best. need the book. Oh, I love the you book. need the book? Oh, you're off book, as oh. they say. I'm off book. No book for you. I'm on the clock. I'm off book. I'm on the clock. He's a lead pipe wielding professional, I am. folks. Come on. Come on. Two lead pipes. Where do you get the lead pipe? Yeah. Where do you buy it? Amazon. Where else would you get it? Hang on. Let's see. I got a lead pipe and a kendo stick from Amazon. You guys aren't being helpful. I'm trying to prep here. Buy you get me off my game. pipe. I'm prepping. <laughs> lead pipe on, on Amazon. Thank you. Of course they have it. I just, it. you know, I look up. Jalen Carter's visiting the Lions today and the Falcons tomorrow. You, by the way, how about this one? Let's just hit this one. In the They're morning. not going to be there. Yeah, and then I, we'll, we'll bring out uh, Tom Pelfrey in, in, in a second. Um, Hendon Hooker visited, is about to visit with an, a fascinating team to me. I saw this. All right, so I, that's now a tease. It's a tease because I you, didn't see it. So no, 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 hold on. This is well, so on. what Brockman wants to talk about. <laughs> okay. Now I think I know. So he's prepped. 
Okay. Uh, and this is going to help me, Brad. Because <laughs> if Hendon Hooker Nealon? winds up with this team, it's going to be a Christmas tree type <laughs> moment lit up. It's a festivus for oh, the rest of us? Oh, it will yeah. be. It will be. Just Speaking of lead pipes. This is what he, because you know? he's, he's, he's ready to chew into this topic. It's one of a his. A festivus for the rest of us. Look at you. <laughs> That's your guy. I mean, Get it, Mike. Happy. <laughs> Let's take a break. Tom Pelfrey of HBO's Love and Death, or HBO Max, soon to be Max. He's Tom. He's coming out next on The Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Tom Prelfrey, thrilled to have you here on the program. So um, you getting a script for this show, what was your first reaction? Did you immediately start learning about the real story behind it? What was this like for you, Tom? Yeah, I did. Well, I couldn't put it down. You know, they sent the first four. I was filming something else at the time. I figured yeah. I'd do one a day. Sure. Sat down with the first one and read straight through all four. Um, was really taken by the kind of dark, comedy nature of the of the tone of the script you know um and then i went online and saw just how real and faithful the script was to real life so it was a an actual murder that took place in wiley texas yes in 1980 and um not just any old straight up i guess um crime either no all. it was it was an affair that ended in an axe murder there you go Ooh. yeah so this is not a sequel to How I Married an Axe Murderer, is basically what you're saying. It's an actual true story here. True story. That actually happened. Yeah. And you jumped in with both feet. Yeah, so 
I play Don Crowder, who mm-hmm. was a sort of uh, a friend of Candy Montgomery. Candy Montgomery is the woman accused of yes. the murder. And uh, they live in the small town, Wiley, Texas. And Don is on the church board with Candy. Yes. And Don is a personal injury lawyer. Mm-hmm. But when Candy's accused of a crime, she wants a lawyer that she feels comfortable with. So she goes to Don, who is her friend, and he tries her case. And it's the first time he'd ever tried a homicide case. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot to learn, I guess, from the character and what you needed to do to get in, involved in this whole thing. Yeah. And then there, there's great source material. And I learned a lot about Don, who played football. Huh. Don played at uh, SMU mm-hmm. for two years as a running back. So you got a free car? <laughs> I don't think we didn't learn I don't, that. I don't think they gave. Uh, I think he was like five nine, one seventy five. So I don't think he was getting oh, no, he any free cars. He, he didn't get the Eric Dickerson treatment. No, is that what you're saying? no. So because I'm trying to figure this out. If Don was, um, you know, I guess your age in 1980, this this predates the uh, the Pony Express. SMU. I think it does. Okay. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. So, okay. so, he, so he played at SMU. Played at SMU right? and then tried to, or he got an invitation to uh, the wash. Well, what was the Washington Redskins to try out okay. with them for the summer. Okay. And the team doctor wouldn't allow him because he had an orbital fracture from college ah. and he was so small. The doctor was like, we're not, we're not letting you in the camp. And thus his legal career was born. Literally. And then that's how he wound up in the middle of this whole, um, I guess, you can't even call it a triangle. It's kind of like a square, right? A love a love square, a love it triangle. Is a, <laughs> right. Okay. A love square with two people kind of left out in the cold. Got it. Uh, love and Death on HBO Max. Again, it starts on April 27th on draft night. Um, and then new episodes releasing weekly through May 25th right here on The Rich Eisen Show. So you are from... Um, New Jersey? Is that where you're yeah. from? Owl, New Jersey, yeah. Where where so what exit is that? Exit ninety eight. Yep. Central Jersey. Central Jersey. And that's getting, Mr. Livingston, New Jersey over there. That's my, t- oh, that's my come area. On. That's my area. I used to DJ at Jenks. Get out of here. I swear to God. Yep. Oh my god. Is it possible you've my friend's you've family been to Jenks while he's DJ? It's very it? possible I've been I to did Jenks. 89, 90, 91, no, I wasn't. The they weren't letting me in back the Osprey. <laughs> Remember when the Osprey was painted with the mural with Hulk Hogan on the side? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This dude. is amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, again, um, you just heard that's our audio executive, as he likes to be referred to, Mike Del Tufo right there from Livingston, New Jersey, as he could have easily said 89 to 94, but he went year by year. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He sounds like he's from New Jersey. Yeah. You do not. Yeah, I So what I, what happened? You know, it kind of happened naturally. I, I I didn't ever focus on losing my accent. But Did you used to have one? For real? No. And this is strange because my friend who grew up four doors down from me talks like this, like Tommy, you know, come on, like, like what Mike, are you doing? That's like Mikey D. Yeah. Right over there. Yeah. That's so I never it, I never lost it. No, years no, after. and you never should because it's a beautiful thing. Thank is, you, Mike. Thank wow, you, you know, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. I love it. I, love it. Yeah. I still say water. Okay, water, coffee. you know, yeah, coffee, coffee. chocolate. You know, there's yeah, certain you, things you like what? What do you put your socks in? Hamper or hamper when they're clean? Uh, the drawer. Draw. Yeah, I say draw. Draw. It's a yeah. Draw. Yeah. Okay. Do you do what Mike does as well? Like when he plays us something to hear. And listen to, he says, watch this. 
<laughs> that's a that's a jersey that's thing. a really particularly <laughs> weird thing for mike in particular to do given yes. that he is the sound he does that, he does that. Yep. i'm from staten island which is practically a you know a, a sub a, a borough of uh new york as well as new jersey so i'm proud I'm, i grew up with people like mike and i've i i sometimes will slip in my new york accent will come out yeah. new york accent when i first started oh, nice. when i first started on tv doing sports i would talk about the ncaa tournament you know and then i literally had to write the word tournament down <laughs> t-o-u-r dash nement on my on my script yeah so i would say tournament you know tournament would you know? they give you a hard time by your accent well i would you know it just yeah i mean i think people you know you keep them guessing. I honestly, having watched you uh, in Ozark, would never have guessed that's a Jersey guy mm. in a million years. So you're a terrific actor, but you're also Thank saying you. you lost your accent a while ago. That's what you're saying. I don't you know that I ever had a strong okay. one, and the one that I've had, I haven't lost in okay. terms of water and, and there you chocolate. Go. I heard it right there. Yeah. Um, and so, um, are, do you have a, a sports team from New York City? Oh yeah, okay, diehard, bleed blue, New York Giants. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Okay. The whole family. The whole family. The whole family. When I was uh, as a kid, my dad was a Cowboys fan. Now, my grandfather was a hardcore Giants fan. I remember being very young, and my father bought me a, like a raincoat, uh -huh. Cowboys raincoat. Mm -hmm. Brought me over to my grandparents' house. My grandfather had me walk over to him, and he took off the coat, and he put me on his lap, and he said, Rich, never again. And it never happened again. Never again. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, never, never again. again. Not, not, not cowboys on this kid. Ever. No. And that was the end of that. Yeah. Well, the cowboy fan behind you and TJ, he, uh, you have to appreciate that sort of. Uh, I mean, bitterness. It's, it's hard to, to appreciate anything when the Giants are involved. So. So I'm trying know. to give the the idea if you were <laughs> if you were too young to be in uh, what, what's what's the name? Jenkins into the Oscar. Okay, so then you, when did you start? Like when was it? When was your era of Giants fandom? Was I mean, the the, the hardcore passion, know everything is is the Eli era, obviously. Okay. Sure, but right. Phil Sims, Bravaro, you Those know, guys. LT, Parcells, you know, that's when I was a kid watching my grandfather, my uncles, you know, my dad would watch the Giants, obviously as well. Right. Yeah. So are you locked in to them right now? Or oh, just, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So what do you think of Daniel Jones getting forty million dollars a year? Tom? I love it. I love it. You know. I think it's time that it's 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 time that we had good management in place. Okay. We have a good general manager I feel confident in. That's true. And I feel that if he feels confident in Jones, you know, I was reading stories that were saying that Dable was telling uh Wink Martindale what mm -hmm. the plays were in the off season mm -hmm. without Dan Jones knowing. So the defense was anticipating what the offense was going to do because he wanted to frustrate him uh -huh. and he wanted to see how he kept his composure. And obviously he did, you know, and I think, I think he can do it all. I think the last few years we've kind of been garbage and maybe not the best <laughs> systems or coaches yeah. <laughs> to yeah. help him out. Right. And considering what he did last year with basically all of our wide receivers hurt. Yes. You know, that playoff game against Minnesota, was truly what every Giant fan had been hoping Daniel Jones had in him, that he showed up. And again, that was a typical Giants affair, one would think, you know, in the of recent years, give up a touchdown to start the game, then a holding penalty to set them back inside the 10-yard line to start their first drive of the game with everyone going crazy in Minnesota. And he just, he and, he and Saquon just dominated. Oh, Personally incredible. ended that day 
for the Vikings, end of the season for the Vikings. And Saquon's not uh, not there yet, but I think they'll they'll get him uh, handled. I hope so. I hope he's so. one of the best. He is one of the best, and he and he deserves it. You know, like he hung in there, good mm-hmm. face of the franchise. Him and Daniel Jones both actually. You know, you see guys like Eli, Derek Jeter. You know those guys yes. that handle themselves in New York. Yes. And then you see other people implode or do foolish things, and right. you realize how special it is yes. that, that those guys can be leaders in that market. Yeah. You know? Well, and we've had Daniel Jones on this show, and he sounds like Eli. He's got the syntax. He's got the same manner of speaking. Uh-huh. He's, it's the whole damn thing. And the reason why that guy across the way with the Red Sox fan, uh, hat in front of him is not saying anything right now is he's yeah. a Patriot fan. And also, he thinks Daniel Jones is going to step on his you-know-what, right? Is that what you think, Chris? Go ahead. Uh, I mean, not, not so many words, but yes, I, I don't think he, he's uh, he's just super average. And to pay a f- guy $40 million because he yeah. played fine in one playoff game is kind of ludicrous. We're throwing you in the sports talk mosh pit but right Chris, now, Tom is this, is this just like hard feelings still maybe from 2012 or maybe Ab- from 2008? Absolute, Great question. Absolutely not. has nothing to do with the past. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the future. I actually care about you as a Giants fan and where your organization is going <laughs> in the future. I don't want you to blow all your money on this guy who kind of stinks. Yeah. Like, how I, did he play if, against the Eagles? I don't know if you heard, Chris, and while you were in our green room, uh, he said Tom. it's lying season uh, in the NFL right now. I, I think you saying you care about him as a Giant fan, I think that's a lie. Well, he's, our guest. he's our guest. Understood. And I want him to feel welcome. Yeah. Now we see no possibility of like the Josh Allen progression. I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is going to be Josh Allen, but like year by year, finally having a good coaching system in place. We don't see that as a possibility. And Dayball is the through line. Tom Pelfrey knows what he's talking about. I think Dayball is a really good coach. Need him to practice better uh, hygiene. We're wearing the the sunscreen. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if he knows what he's talking about. I don't know if he knows what what you're referring to. He does not know. We'll get to it. Okay. But. no, we've never seen the year-to-year improvement in a player ever before than we did in Josh Allen, and it seems unlikely that that's going to happen again with a guy who's now entering his sixth year in the league. But he's not in his sixth year. He's entering his fifth year. And uh, we saw flashes his rookie season. <laughs> Flying season. We did see flashes his rookie season. He's very fast. He his run- first start in, in place of Eli, if I'm not mistaken, was in Tampa, Florida, and he lit it up. He absolutely destroyed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's my job. Yeah. Um, but, yes, he did do that. And then, and then even John Mara said that they blew it with him, and he gave him a chance this year, and they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, and he just went ahead and just yeah. said, here's my bag, fill it up, and they had to. And um, so, you know, I understand what you're saying. Hey, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, he doesn't mean that. He doesn't mean that at all. And but in reference of what you're saying, yes. What you're there was a, a, a is an annual um, gathering of the NFL, the owners' meeting that just right. happened. Right. All the coaches are there, and right. there's a coach's photograph that we're putting up on the screen. And you could see second from the left in the top row is the coach of the year, your coach, Brian Dable, oh who God. it looks like he's wearing a bandana. Um, wow. But as a matter of fact. Um, and in this stuff, Chris and I are totally into. You might not, because you have this you have, beautiful, beautiful flowing hair, yeah. mane. Uh, we're we're genuinely concerned as a member of the Ball Brotherhood got that a this is got a, got a sunscreen. We, and and when he comes on, we're gonna ha- we have to question his judgment. Yeah, you that know? is verging on purple. And look That's, at that. Uh, yeah, like a zip up. It's like eighty <laughs> degrees out. Uh, we 
don't know what he's thinking. You know, that's the same color that Coach Coughlin turned in Green Bay. Yeah! Maybe it's homage. Maybe it's homage. Summertime yeah. homage. We didn't think of that. Didn't think about that. That's next level. Yeah. Yes. We did have Coughlin on this show recently and asked him about that. If he was thought out. Yeah, if he was thought out. If his his face broke that day. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? Yeah, Lambeau, man. Wasn't wasn't a good look. And by the way, he ended Brett Favre's uh, Packers career. That was Brett Favre's last game as a Packer. Wow. See ya. And then, just to bring it all full circle, the Giants went on and... um, and uh, prevented the Patriots from having the perfect season. Of course. Which is why Tom Pelfrey is accusing you of bitterness and lying to his face today. I'm not. Like I said, Tom's our guest. I want him health and there happiness, <laughs> especially in your sports fandom. But <laughs> he's eh, a liar. You didn't have to pay him 40. You could have gave him 30, and it would have been the same. We'll see. We'll we see. We'll see, won't we? Tom Pelfrey here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, I want to talk Ozark. Um, any scenes that you were part of, like legitimately, you needed to take a break after shooting? You know, there was one scene we filmed that um, you ended up only hearing the audio of, but we filmed it. Mm -hmm. And that was a scene where I was in the jail cell. Mm -hmm. um, And and Wendy and Marty are are outside, if you remember. And I think they hear me screaming on the the TV screen. Wendy, let me out, whatever. Yeah. And um, we filmed it, though. And they had me in the jail cell. And I was just... I just kind of lost my mind a little bit and I put my hand through the wall a few times and um, was really shaken up and, and kind of crying and finished the scene and went and sat down and they brought me an ice pack and I was kind of just, you kind of just come down and I, you know, it's, it's just part of the thing. You get worked up and uh-huh. then you come down. I'm not any kind of method actor nor claim to be, but was rattled and I knew how it looked from the outside when the executive producer, the showrunner, Chris Mundy, who's an angel of a human being, came and sat down across from me and said, hey, buddy, um, I'm going to drive you home tonight. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what do I look like right now? I, it's okay. I can drive myself. Really? But you realize in that moment where it's like, when people who are around that all day all of a sudden looking at you like, hey, you okay? So like, you even shook yeah. the producers? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, in that in that one moment it was a little it was a little intense. Were yeah. you supposed to hit the wall? Uh, or was that your just your choice? Just kinda happened. Yeah. Did yeah. you break anything? No. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, my hand was a little swollen, but it was fine. Um but yeah, that was, you know, you saw the, the role and it, it was, uh, you kind of get the opportunity to go to the, to the extreme of, of kind of behavior and, and uh, the writers gave me a chance to do it and I, you know, didn't want to let them down. Well, it was heartbreaking. I mean, yeah. in that scene in particular, heartbreaking because, you know, um, you, your character battling with mental health issues, you needed meds. And um, you also knew how you were off them and you knew how you were on them Mm -hmm. and you also knew that if you stayed where you were it would not end well for you you were begging to get out and you know wendy being your your sister and then that relationship going where it was heartbreaking it was difficult for me to watch it and watch your character go through it um knowing you needed some help but also knowing that you were putting some uh you know your 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 sister and brother-in-law 
uh, in significant jeopardy based on your behavior. Absolutely. You know? And in that environment, anyone's going to be in danger anyway. But then you introduce somebody who's struggling with, with mental illness on that level, you know, uh, the chances of them being able to maintain themselves yes. in that environment is next to nothing. So it's, it's kind of written like a perfect tragedy in a way, you know, when we as the audience understand what the birds are doing and understand how tense everything is around them and how high the stakes are. You introduce a character like Ben and from the beginning, you almost know it has to end badly. Well, the first scene, Ben is beating the crap out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> was that the first scene you actually filmed as a character? Or what? Yes, it was. And, and Bateman was directing that day. I remember it well. Yeah, it was the first thing we did. Um, obviously a lot of fun. What a great introduction uh, for a character. <laughs> I mean, that show, talk about edge of your seat, not knowing where things are going to go. Everything goes dark. Like, you're always wondering where, how dark can it possibly get, and it gets darker. And then the heavyweights you were acting with yeah. in this show. Yeah. You know, the scenes you're doing with the Julia Garner, I mean, she is spectacular. I was stunned she didn't win the Emmy for her role. Obviously, there's so many other oh, she talented did. people. She won, she did she win won three of them, she won, I think. I thought the latest one she didn't. Maybe, Maybe not. not. Maybe you're right. Because this last one, this last year, she was killing it i mean the yeah. whole the whole um the whole final season was uh remarkable and the last couple of seasons were well, the whole damn thing i know i'm babbling no it really now, was but. it really was and julia is incredible julia is very visceral and raw obviously and and it's a, it's a very powerful thing and she's also very smart how she played that character yes and the other thing about ozark that i think is so difficult that that love and death actually accomplishes as well yes. but it's yes. that it's that no matter how serious it gets you're you find yourself laughing. Yes. I think that's such a hard line to walk. It's kind of like a breaking bad line to walk where no matter how intense and serious this is getting, it's funny. Well, I know death isn't on the line, uh, but Succession's kind of like that too, to talk about another HBO Max program Yes, that Love and Death is part of right now. And um, I'm finding myself laughing out loud, but I was <laughs> laughing out loud at Ozark quite a bit too, just yeah. at times. But also just as a nervous laugh. I mean, my God. I know. Well, that's the thing, right? Some of the right. violence is so extreme. Right. You kind of laugh. Right. And so you think uh, Love and Death is kind of up the alley of all the Ozark fans to go check out, would you think? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Thanks, brother. I'm very excited for you. And thanks for coming on here. Um, certainly when Daniel Jones starts 8-0 and is lighting up the NFC East, Come back and let's talk about it and see how Bailey Zappi's uh, comparing. Exactly, because Mac Jones is getting shot by your coach, huh? <laughs> Tom Pelfrey! Man. Tom Pelfrey is Man. in the house! Kaboom! <laughs> Look who just stepped in the room! Man. Good luck to you, Tom. Good luck to you. <laughs> Good luck to you. He's truly, he's truly, because I've known him for well over a decade now. Um, he's biting his lip right now. He's trying to be nice to the guest. <laughs> You're a gentleman. You're a gentleman. Uh, that might be a little strong. <laughs> <laughs> Your coach is shopping. He is shopping him. He's I shopping want my him. coach gone. Oh, did you oh. like that? What? Yes. Yeah, that's Are you kidding me? I told you if we just scratch beneath the surface. Oh. You yeah. want your coach gone? Maybe the greatest coach in the yeah. history of the NFL? What's he doing for me right now? Wow. Right now. What's he doing? Zippo. Wow. No, 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 not that? Zippo. Zappy. 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 <laughs> That's why I said, said it wrong. Zappy. I said it wrong. Come on, Mike. 
I said it on purpose. Whatever. No, no he, didn't. Whatever. he set me up it's like a spinning curve in the zone. Hopkins doesn't want to come play there. Who's he going to throw to? Who's Bailey like, Zappi yeah. going to throw to? I mean, Lost Aguilar. Well, Hopkins was <laughs> never going to go there anyway because of Bill O'Brien. Yeah, Zappi is there this. now. Oh, yeah. Because they made great use of the tight ends last year. Yeah, it's terrible. We're in a terrible spot. <laughs> so I got to bring people down with me like Daniel Jones. Tom Pelfrey is my yeah, new favorite guest on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> this is fantastic. You got the Bruins in the South. Fantastic. Uh, congratulations in advance of Love and Death. Um, HBO Max is where you can watch Love and Death starting on Thursday, April 27th. New episodes releasing weekly through May 25th. You can see that right here on Roku. Uh, Tom Pelfrey, uh, thank you for coming on here. Thank you so much for having me. You got to come back. I would love to. You got to come back. You know what? It's it's kind of like the jug handle. You know, you just got to go around and then you just go sure. and yeah. come right back. Yeah, there's no left. We go right to go so left. That's it. Can't pump right. your own gas. You can't pump your own gas. Well, you can't pump your own gas. What else? What do we do? What else? Pay do to do? go on the beach. You go yeah. pay to go on the beach. That's right. That's right. <laughs> friends make Unless the governor shuts it down that. for himself. Oh, my God. But that's hey. what you do. Yeah. You go to Newark Airport and you go watch Mike Del Tufo between 1989 and 94. It's also the only state you got to pay to leave. You go to New York, you pay. You go to Philly, you pay. You pay to get out. You don't pay to get in. That's true. That's right. That's true. That's right. That's right. Hey, just look at the episode. Just to bring it full circle on HBO Max, just any episode of The Sopranos, that's how it opens. He's pulling a ticket. He's pulling a ticket. Tony Soprano's pulling a ticket to go home. 16W. I love it. Easy pass. Tom Pelfrey, at Tom Pelfrey on Twitter and at Tommy Pelfrey on Instagram right here on The Rich Eisen Show. We'll wrap this up in a moment. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Look, um, the moment when DeMar Hamlin went down like a ton of bricks in front of the entire national TV audience watching Monday Night Football in a huge game between the Bills and the Bengals with so much on the line. And, of course, even even fans who weren't even interested in, in who wins and who loses, there were fantasy players all over the place. I mean, that you were talking about a huge audience of diehard fans and, of course, also... Um, 
other fans who were just casually interested, sitting there and watching. And then all of a sudden, DeMar Hamlin goes down and, and dies, to use that phrase as well. Wow, yeah. And, 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 and I remember sitting there, and I turned to Susie. I'm like, wait a minute. He got up, and he just dropped. I'm like, is it? I don't know. Then they go to break, and they come back, and they're like, Buck and Aikman are, 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 are talking about what just happened, and f- players are frightened and scared, and you saw Joe Burrow and looking like you never see him on a football field, and Josh Allen with his hands over his mouth. I turn to Susie. I'm like, did he die? Could he have just died? Guy's crying. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. And we know the rest of that week was like – sitting in an emergency room waiting for, you know, the doctor to come out of the emergency room and tell, tell you your loved one was okay. Yeah, it was like a family member, right? It was unreal. It was unreal. And then, of course, as we all know, he wakes up. He starts talking to his loved ones. Asked, did we win? And we're like, okay. That's what we needed to hear. Yeah. And then, of course, we all know he, he wound up leaving the hospital and we, we know what happened. After that, well, today's the day we've all been waiting for, even since that day, where all of his specialists, all of them, unanimously cleared him for full football activity. And DeMar Hamlin spoke today. Over these last few months, um, I've been on a journey and I've seen, you know, some of the top professionals across the country. And their answers to me were pretty much all the same. They were the same. And this event was life changing. But it's not the end of my story. So I'm here to announce that I plan on making a comeback to the NFL. Beautiful. Wow. It's beautiful. Love it, man. And he spoke even more eloquently about um, what happened and what's next. Uh, Not to sound cliche, man, but the wild moment is every day just being able to wake up and just take deep breaths and, and, and live a, a peaceful life to have a family, to, to have people that are around me that love me and that care about me. And for those people to still have me in their lives, you know, they, they almost lost me. Like I, I died on national TV in front of the whole world. You know what I mean? So um, I, I see it from all perspectives and, and, you know, for them to, to still have me around and for me to still have them, you know, it's like, it goes both ways. And, you know, I lost a bunch of people in my life. I know a bunch of people who lost people in their lives, and I know that feeling, you know. So that right there is just the, 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 the biggest blessing of it all is for, for me to still have my people and my people still to have me. Beautiful. Well done, DeMar Hamlin. Confirmed he had commodio cortis, which a lot of people thought in, in first blush he, he was suffering from, which is just getting hit hard. At the wrong time, right as his heart was beating at the wrong place. Right in the middle of a heartbeat. You get hit like that, and that's, again, what he's going to be telling youth sports leagues and high schools and small venues around this country. Have life-saving equipment for you as soon as you possibly can right there in your facility.